Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. This morning I'll uh, take a few minutes to talk about practice before we uh, sit together officially. Um, So, um, understanding um, can come in three ways, as I understand it in the in the Buddhist uh, uh, psychology. Let's call it like this. So, uh, there's the one level of understanding that can come through information. So, a teacher giving a list of uh, Buddhist stuff. You know, so do you have a list. There's a certain under. Oh, okay. There's this again, third, fourth. It goes up to ten. <laughs> the bigger list. And so there's information there. There's understanding that can uh, come from that. So that's one level. There's another level, which is reflection, contemplation, so thinking, processing stuff, reflecting on. Oh, this happened. I wonder why I said that. Probably because I felt like this, etc. What does it mean, this information I just received in my life? So, so, so that's another level of understanding. The third level is what we call meditation. And so that's what we're exploring mostly here. Although during the week, there'll be the three of, of them will be going from one to the other and back to the first, and etc. And so they're all very important in the process of uh, developing wisdom and compassion. Uh, the level that we're... Uh, putting a lot of emphasis on uh, this week is that third level of meditation. So meditation, again, is preconceptual. It's not in the world of thought so much as in the world of experience. Like I like to emphasize this because we have given so much importance to the thinking process, which is extremely important. But there's something else. There's another way to experience life, uh, And so that's what we're uh, investing a lot in. That's what we're. That's the field of exploration this week. So the f and it's the field of taste, the field of uh, uh, f it's feeling. It's uh, it, we're in the realm of palpable, tasteable textures, uh, and and it applies also inwardly. You know the the texture of. Uh, The different mind states we're in, the neutral mind state is particular, the tight mind state, the calculating, grumpy, uh, kind, benevolent, compassionate, and all these are, have gradation in them, very tight, a little tight, uh, grumpy-ish, you know, really grumpy, etc. And so, and here we're not invited so much to think about it, but to actually f see if we can feel and feel again and again. The thing that I find absolutely magical 
about uh, awareness or consciousness is that as uh, one of uh, my uh, teachers said uh, w- would say Ajan um, Kipapanyu he would say you're, you're I tend to use these synonymously your mind or your consciousness or your awareness and maybe you'll go like what? <laughs> yes, Pascal is using them uh, synonymously today at least <laughs> Um, that consciousness or awareness doesn't have a form. It doesn't have a shape. You can't say it's square or it's round or it's, it doesn't have a color. It's not blue. It's not white. It's not. It doesn't have a. It's. It's. It doesn't have a shape, a color, a weight to it. it it's not in that realm. And so, because of this, it can actually come really close inside, reveal experience. It can reveal sound because it's, it doesn't have another shape. It, it, can, it can almost, if we use an image, it could be almost like water going into a sponge. It can, even I go even further, I think it can actually become, awareness can become the breath, can become the sadness, can really like uh, be very infusing or make things porous in this way. So that's the task, or that's what we're doing here, is we're letting our attention infuse the body. So it's not our idea of the body. We're not in, in the realm of uh, consideration and reflection. We're in the realm of meditation. It's experiential. So it feels the experience of toes. It's not the image of toes. Toes. Boom, 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 boom. No, it's toes, whoa, whoa, ding, ding, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah? And so it's, it's breaking our ideas about things. In the world of thoughts, in the world of concept, Shakespeare still exists. Shakespeare, Shakespeare's here, he wrote this, Shakespeare, no? We don't know that it doesn't exist anymore. In the world of concepts, it's a thing that re- it really exists. Yes, yeah, it's, it's there, but it still exists, Shakespeare. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and in the world of experience, when we get closer, we see things, we feel things disappear, appear and disappear, as I was talking about yesterday. So that's why we want to invest so much in the world of meditation, in that kind of way to um, encounter, meet the world through meditation so we can see uh, because in the world of thoughts me is me was me is me will be me 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 you know it's kind of solid solidified and in and we break these solidifications by paying attention we see things this i'm always scared i always been scared you know pay attention you might find a moment where there's no scare scaredness right and this is liberating. It's liberating because in time we won't be able to define completely ourselves by anything because things will be natural, dynamic, uh, interrelated, uh, happening, uh, alive, alive, like life. And so that's why we dive in that world of uh, not spending so much time thinking about stuff. We don't make it a problem either because thoughts also seen through the eye of meditation becomes a process of aliveness. 
You know, it's not so much the content than the activity, the, the, the passage, the flowing nature, the appearing, disappearing, you know. And that's one of the reasons why we suggest here not to uh, spend too much time writing, writing little notes here and there during talks and things like this, okay, but uh, not to write, because if we sit here, especially if we... Uh, we see an idea pass by, we would like to write it down. You know, it seems like... And it actually disappears. That's an insight. Wow, even some moment of clarity is just an ephemeral event, you know. And then confusion <laughs> comes again, <laughs> which is also another dynamic event. There's another aspect that I want to mention that uh, I think is uh, could be for you important, uh, could be a, a, um, a way to understand this practice, a view that we could have. I know for me it's, uh, it's central. It seems like it's good to start the practice with this view, wise view, and it's actually, it's, my understanding is it, it's the view that is being developed in the practice. So, as we sit here and we walk here and we eat here and we notice everything that happens in this body and in this mind, it will feel very personal. You know, they seem all enlightened and I am not. Or I am the only one enlightened and they, the rest is not. <laughs> it seems actually really personal. Like, I'm so agitated, I'm so calm, you know. It seems very personal, but the wise view here is that we're actually investigating uh, nature, human nature, uh, or phenomena is a word that is used, dhamma with a small d. Dhamma vichaya is one of the factors, one of the beautiful qualities of mind in this practice. It's the investigation of nature. And so in this way, things are not so personal. There is contractions of the heart, there is openings of the heart, there is tiredness, there is uh, um, energy, there is uh, annoyance, there is forgiveness, there is gratitude, generosity, tightness, cruelty, uh, expansion, contractions, tinglings. They are part of nature. So it's, it's, it's probably what we're going to end up understanding later. So it might be good to invite this early on in the process. Oh, I'm sitting here, and there is a body sitting here, breathing. There is a... <clears throat> there I use that word, oh my good Lord, in a Buddhist environment. There is my, the soul, which is heavy, or there is the soul, which is light, you know. And it's not personal. It's nature, human nature. And I like to bring this early on because to me maybe not to you but to me it's uh, it's liberating it's okay it's not all about pascal doing it right you know it's about a mind that is very busy telling a story and it's going to tell the story many times this morning you know this is what happened this is what you do i can't believe you did that this is what you do i can't believe they did that you know and say, okay what's the story the story again and it okay so apparently we're not going to be in the expensive light uh, silent uh, 
you know, field of consciousness. It's not going to be like that. The mind has a lot to say, and you know, and so this is a phenomena. Can that be okay? Without getting caught, without feeding, but acknowledging, allowing, being aware of. Wow, so much. Very important to tell that story. Okay, tell that story. You know, that's for me. That's the kind of world I live in. Sometimes, maybe not you. Maybe you try to resolve very complex mathematical problems. You know, then if it happens beside your best, besides, despite your best efforts, then you'll notice. Wow, this mind has this tendency. And this mind, the language also, this mind, not I have, again, me. It's not like that. It's, oh, look at that. This is what the neuropathways are like this morning. So we could spend the whole... Um, you know, whatever there's going to be as a meditation now, 30 minutes or so, uh, thinking about the past, the future, something about self, the self that is grandiose or a turd, the self that is will be after the retreat, the self that could have been if it had done that in their 20s, you know. So we could spend a lot of time producing uh, stories about this. A wise way to use time here is to again and again, gently, kindly, abandon that fiction. Even the one of self now, you know, that creation in the mind, that storytelling. Again and again, gently, yes, of course, of course. It seems central, of course. What else is happening? What else is happening? Oh, buzz, some vibration, alive, happening now. So we're again changing our usual areas of focus and fascination to discover the world of now, the five or six senses, the five senses and the inner life of heart sense or mind sense. We become awake to it. We don't follow the thoughts, we become aware of the production of thinking, of thoughts, the reception of images, or the production of words, or however it appears. It's very helpful to ground ourselves in the, the sensory awareness. When I say sensory awareness, I really think of the five senses, because they're more palpable you know, there is uh, hands touching. There is hands touching. Exploring the mind heart is a little bit more tricky. We, uh, it's good in the first few days to ground ourselves in the real the physical realm through the only access we have to it is the senses. So again, the consciousness doesn't have a form. It can embrace, marry yeah any phenomena that is happening now can be fully known as fully as possible you know it's not just like you know 
but letting consciousness enter that thing, a sound or a smell or cold, coldness. Not just like, oh, it's cold. Yeah, it's cold this morning, this afternoon. Da, da, da. Cold. What is cold? What is cold? Shall we try? <coughs> an invitation, it's a, it's a field we want to explore, we tend towards that, and it's done in a very uneven way, there might be a duration here and there, in the, in the sustained awareness, but more likely it's going to be a coming and going. There's always a moment where we have uh, the opportunity, the chance, the unique chance to feel again, to sense again. We don't have to go dig very far, very deep. We just always start with what's available, what touches us, what is outstanding, at the forefront. For some of us, it's the landscape of sounds, that universe. Some of, of us, it's the richness of uh, the in-breath, the coolness that comes in the body, or the expansion. For some of us, what appears is the tingling in the hands. some of us it might be a light or heavy heart. We just see if that can be allowed, if that can be known. If consciousness can take the form, embrace, take the form of a sound or a sensation. Our experience fully the joy or sadness or irritation, or agitation, quietness.
this phenomena being known might subside, disappear, or intensify, or morph, transform into something else. Awareness might suddenly reveal another phenomena in another field, in another sense. Sound might appear. We allow that to be known. We discover how life is manifesting right now through words being said or sound being heard or sensations being alive and known. have to experience or catch everything. We could very well, if we wanted, just stay in the field of breathing. In the belly, expanding and contracting.
And you might notice that consciousness or awareness is uh, sensitive to pleasure, can experience pleasure fully when it appears, when it presents itself. It's also sensitive to discomfort, displeasure. It's able to experience it fully. And it can also know the absence of pleasure or displeasure, phenomena that are more neutral, not outstanding in this way.
if you're thinking about the practice or anything else, become aware of that. This is what's happening now. Become awake to that.
notice how real is a phenomena when it's existent, sound or in-breath, and how when it's past, it's so inexistent, unavailable, gone. That breath, gone. That moment of consciousness, of that in-breath, gone. That sound so real, and then gone.
possible, notice the difference between the mind that is entranced in thoughts, captured, fascinated, under the spell of thinking, and the mind that is wakes up to it, that is freed from that spell or bond. Don't despise being caught. Become interested in the different phenomena of caughtness and freedom from thoughts. Today we'll start the small group discussions. Then we, uh, you'll find yourself in a group of um, five or six uh, people. We'll meet for 45 minutes to talk about how the pra practice is unfolding, what's alive in the practice, the, the challenges and joy discoveries or uh, field of explorations. Uh, you don't have to prepare so much for this, or certainly you don't have to upset about it, but you can. Um, uh, we'll gather together and half of you will be in a group today and the other half tomorrow and this process will repeat so we'll, you'll meet one time with Temple and uh, one time with uh, <clears throat> me um, so that's what's being offered on this retreat I hope this works for you uh, we think it's an amazing opportunity to be a small group of practitioners and hear what others are doing and maybe hear a response uh, or prescription from the teacher or whatever uh, uh, whatever is going to happen there in, the, in this meeting uh, I think technically like lo location you are the master of locations here, Nicola can you tell us what to do? is um, it's really close by and you know you can't really get lost 
However, I know people sometimes fret about being late. So I think I'll just walk across with the first group because it's just up the driveway and a little shot up a little grassy slope. And then if people want to sort of watch, I can do the same thing. I mean, I can, I, you can sort of follow and see. So I'm just going to say it, but then I'll show. So you just coming out here, you go past the farm stand, and there's the willow tree, and you come to the driveway, and you're going to go up the driveway like you'd be going to the barn. And instead, though, you just go a little way, like maybe 15, 20 feet, and there's a little pathway, a little grassy pathway that goes off to the left of the driveway. And you go up that little pathway, it's a little slope, and you go over it, and you'll see a woodshed, and then you go down, this is all very small, short distance, and there's a building to the right, studio, and then right there to the left is a big round yurt, big round canvas yurt. And that's where Temple will be giving his interviews, always. So you know if you have an interview with Temple, it will be in the yurt. And then, around the side and towards the back of the yurt is a cabin. And you just follow the grass around the side of the yurt, and there's a cabin. And that's where Pascal will be giving interviews. And so if you have an interview with Pascal, you always know it will be there at that cabin. That's the best I can do without actually showing you. <laughs> so if you're curious, then you, we, you, somebody you could, could follow you could follow after. Me, just to show this next group, if you like. Um, yeah. And if you have any other concerns, just. Good question. Um, um, but I'll, I'll, if you're a bell ringer and you're in an interview, I'll either have somebody else do it or I'll do it. How about that? We'll talk to you? Yes. Yes. And also, if I might take this time, we need a practice leader for the noon sit, please. Because Pascal and uh, Temple may not get back for that one. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.